0: All right, that's our new theme song now. <laughs> it is a sound of beer opening. Uh, it sounds like music to me. Yeah. It's not. It's not even a trick this time. It's. It's not a cherry vanilla coke or, or no, it was something even weirder than that Chris had last week. It was like a orange coke or something, something like that. Hmm. Anywho. Uh hello internet. Welcome to the Drink to the Past podcast. The coolest podcast in the world, right? Totally. Except for Till the next one comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Next episode'll be much better apparently. Yeah. Cool. So uh this week uh I forgot to look at my notes, which means we have to drink. So Crow, go ahead and drink. What you drinking by the way?
1: Uh I just have the not your father's root beer today.
0: Didn't okay. get anything special. Yeah, I've had that. It's not too bad. It mostly tastes like root beer. Uh, yeah, yeah. What you rate that? Mm,
1: give it a thirteen today.
0: All right. Today it's it's different every day.
1: Yeah, sometimes it tastes better than others. Right,
0: I get that. Uh, anyways, so theme song. Share and subscribe. Don't forget to share and subscribe. Oh. We still have our ongoing giveaway. If anybody actually subscribes and we get up to 25 subscribers, then one of our lucky subscribers will win a free beer. That's just great, isn't it? All right. Today's uh, Sean drinks something stupid uh, is in celebration of E3. Uh, E3 is named that because it's the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Uh, Three words that begin with the letter E. So I have invented a drink called the W3, which is Three drinks that start with the letter W mixed together. Get
1: it? I thought you called it that because of a what, why, and when.
0: Oh. Well, that would have been much more clever because, actually, in this case, the three Ws stand for whiskey, whiskey, and whiskey. (coughs) Like, I thought that this gimmick would work better, and then I looked through all of my, like liquor and beers and all of my stuff and I was like I don't have hardly anything that starts with the same letter as anything else <laughs> I was like I could do an e3 if I have three ingredients that you know start with the letter E and I I don't <laughs> like Let I don't say
1: that you're not creative right
0: yeah uh, so yeah uh, this is black velvet Canadian whiskey. Tolymor Dew Irish whiskey and Revel Stoke, which is also a Canadian whiskey, so two parts Canada, one part Ireland, uh, apparently. So let's let's see if that ends up working out. Mm-hmm. Ah, tastes like whiskey. Actually, surprisingly smooth between all three of those. With a what? Well, there's the burn. <laughs> Creeps up on you. You still there? Crow seems to have left the building. That's weird. Are we still connected? No, hold on. There we go. Can you hear me now? There you are. Okay, so apparently I was kicked out of the voice chat. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> not Crow. Which uh, so it's, it's, I have no idea why it kicked either of us out. But uh It liked me better. I, I guess. Yeah. Your uh weird Chibi Link avatar must be cooler than my selfie of Link in front of Goma from Wind Waker. <laughs> That was a pretty cool feature in Wind Waker HD. You could just take selfies in in random places. I was like, "It's such a stupid gimmick," but it was fun. And I was gonna take a weird oh, yeah. selfie with every one of the bosses in that playthrough. And then something happened, and I think I only made it to like the third dungeon or something on my last playthrough, and I haven't got back to it for a while. Um, yeah. But Wind Waker is just great. All right. Well, anywho, uh, so. Today's brief news stuff is going to be most of the podcast because there is so much news because it's E3 week. Uh, So before we get into that, we are actually going to go over our E3 bets. Uh, So unfortunately, uh, we can't assign our um, punishments on this episode because Sebastian was unable to join us and Chris was unable to join us. So uh, me and Crow will go through it and then we'll do the punishment at a later date uh, but since they aren't here, let's talk about them behind their back and go through their bets first, why don't we? All right. Works for me. Cool. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> do uh, Sebastian first, I suppose. His first bet was that we would have a reveal for all four Super Smash Brothers DLC fighters. Uh, we he got, was half right. Yeah, we got two, so actually I'm going to give him a half a point for that because uh, that's... Yeah. Like, I, Because I, I said one uh, would be possible, and and now we obviously have two, or or maybe even technically five, depending on how you count uh, the Dragon Quest it, hero. <laughs> yeah, it's two. <laughs> but that is kind of But he was, cool. right yeah, so with, uh, he was right. Yeah, so he was right with multiple. So I was like, I didn't see that coming, so I'm going to give him partial credit. Uh, he said a new Zelda collaboration game would be possibly coming out. Uh, no news cool. of that, so no point there. Uh, Apex Legends did get a new map, so he gets did a point. Did they? Uh, yeah. Uh, or a new mode or, or some such. I, I thought I read it got a new map or something. I hear clickety-clacking, so I'm gonna guess Crow is looking that up to make sure yeah, they not... Yeah, I remember
1: the, uh, the season pass had a new character, a new weapons. Um...
0: I might have I might have read wrong, but I thought it said new map as well. I'm looking
1: now. Keep talking while I look.
0: All right. Uh, his next bet was uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, possibly uh, with a world based on a pre-2000s movie uh, from Disney. Uh, no Kingdom Hearts 3 news, like at all. So no point there. And a new Bioshock huh. for 2019. Uh, they so, did
1: announce a DLC. We just don't know what it's about. Oh, did they for Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind.
0: Okay, so I will give him a, I'll give him a full point for that, because it's Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC. Uh, you know, he's just speculating on the other parts, so... All right. Yeah. Uh, and no new Bioshock news that I know of? No. Okay. It's weird that I didn't hear anything about the... I didn't watch... Uh, was that in... Uh, those was in the uh,
1: Squares. Squares?
0: Okay. I didn't watch all the Squares. I, w- I paid attention to most of them, but uh, m- mostly I thought I got all the bullet points. I didn't watch actually most of them live. I li- watched like Bethesda's live and Nintendo's were the only ones I watched live. But then I... Okay. Either way. Um, and then his bonus was that there would be a announcement of a new Starfield game exclusive to PS5. And no bonus on there. So, Sebastian nope, ends there. up with 2.5 points. Not too shabby out of 5. Uh, got got half right. Right? That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no uh, mention of a map in
0: here. Or, just... Yeah. Okay. So, if there was actually no map, then I guess that's only 1.5. So, that was my fault. Sorry. I was trying, Sebastian. I was trying for you. <laughs> But um, such is life. And Chris is here. Um, His first prediction... Now, there's a couple here that I wasn't actually sure about, because Chris had some funny predictions anyways. um, His first prediction was that there would be a new terrible 3D Sonic game released or uh, announced. And there was not a strictly Sonic game, but are we going to count Mario and Sonic at the Olympics? As a terrible Sonic game. It's not terrible. Yeah, it doesn't look terrible. It, it looks like an okay Mario sports game. I personally just yeah. don't like Mario sports games. And putting Sonic in them, for me, doesn't make them any more enticing. Uh, yeah, but
1: Shirtless Eggman.
0: Yeah... Yeah, we got, we got shirtless Mario in Odyssey already, so I guess fat guys are getting their shirts off on Nintendo Switch <laughs> this summer. <laughs> we'll give them a half them. point. <laughs> right? Okay, so half point for a new terrible 3D Sonic. New Zelda game. Holy shit, how did he get that right? Uh, he called it. Yeah, I, I didn't see this coming in a million years until actually, oddly, the morning before... Um, Anybody who follows me will notice that I tweeted that, like, I had a gut feeling that something big was coming because, like, it was weird. Like, I've never had an E3 before except for 2016, which is obviously the whole Breath of the Wild, uh, you know, was literally all that Nintendo brought to the show, uh, (laughs) where before E3 I actually couldn't sleep because of hype. And I couldn't think of why it was. I'm like, Cadence of Hyrule is pretty hype, and uh, Zelda and whatever else they might have might be hype, but I I just couldn't think of what it was. And I was like, okay, my gut is telling me something here. Something big is coming, and never in a million years would I have guessed it it was going to be a new Zelda game. So holy shit. It looks so good, though. Uh, Devolver Digital, up to their normal counter E3 shenanigans. So point there. Yeah. Um, another one he predicted that I'm not sure about uh, was that somebody would fake playing video games on stage in somebody's conference. <laughs> uh, I didn't see any. Uh, so if you didn't see any, then I'm going to say no point. Uh, which yeah. Which is odd, because actually I think after a couple of conferences, I saw somebody on Twitter actually posted like, holy shit, nobody's pretending to play video games on stage. Uh, Mm -hmm. and that was only that was actually I think on like Sunday so before E3 itself technically began but during some of the press conferences and stuff on Saturday and Sunday I don't remember which ones had already aired but so yeah no point there and Final Fantasy 16 would be revealed and nobody would care Uh, nobody cares because uh, Final Fantasy 16 was not revealed Uh, so does he get a half a point because nobody cares Probably not, because <laughs> no. everybody cares about Final Fantasy VII Remake, because that actually looks fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, I think
1: they'll do 16 after this.
0: Yeah, uh, this is probably what all of their people that would normally be working on a core title are doing right now, is kind of my guess. Um, so, and his bonus, of course, was Dwarf Fortress would be announced for Nintendo Switch. And do we have Dwarf Fortress on Switch? I'm afraid No, I don't we believe not. we do. Okay, so I want to go through your predictions now, Crow. Uh, Crow, you nailed the Pokemon Sword and Shield release date. Hell yeah, I did. (laughs) November, you said November 15th or 22nd was, uh, on the 15th, so bam, point Mm -hmm. there. Uh, Link's Awakening remake, uh, trailer and the date you called for, uh, you called for July, but, uh, They did give us a trailer with a date, so I'm going to call it Full Point. Uh, Even though it wasn't July, it's uh, September or something. Yeah. It's coming out, Uh, so that'll be great. Um, Microsoft would release Halo Infinite trailer. Revealing it will be released in 2019 was one of yours. Uh, Missed that. Yeah, I'll give you... Well, no, that was a, a miss. Yeah, that's a miss, because I, I almost want to give half a point because you said Halo Infinite, but uh, Halo Infinite was obviously going to be there yes. in some fashion, so the 2019, unfortunately, it's pushed back to 2020, so nothing there. Yeah. Um, you did call Animal Crossing would be uh, September 27th. Animal Crossing... Let's see. I, well, actually, that was one that you amended halfway through, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. That was my. Because you called Animal Crossing would be there in some fashion. It's been pushed back to 2020. Uh, no big, but it was there. So I'll give you a point for that. And state of play would occur with Death Stranding. Uh, no. Knowing... I was right about the
1: Death Stranding. Yeah. Just. Uh. Not afterwards. Ca- yeah, it
0: came before E3, and it wasn't really in a state of play, was it? It was, no. It was it its was, own kind it was, of standalone announcement, I thought.
1: Yeah, they just regurgitated a bunch of yeah. uh, Death Stranding stuff, which um, I was right about them doing that.
0: Just right, so no place, point though. there, but your uh, bonus prediction was that uh, Xbox Scarlet would be revealed for early 2020, and they did reveal it but for holiday 2020. So... I'm going to say you get a full point, but you don't get the insta-win of being the bonus prediction. We'll
1: call it a half point for that, and a half point for Death training.
0: Okay, so... so just one point. Right. Okay, so actually I forgot to uh, total up Chris's points. So Chris is at two and a half, uh, which is slightly above Sebastian's one and a half. And that puts you... Let's see here. Pokemon... Uh, Link's Awakening, no Microsoft Halo Infinite. Uh, Animal Crossing, no death. Half a point and half a point, so you get four. Hey. <coughs> All right. Now, on to mine. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield would have a trailer. They did. Uh, so, point there. Uh, Demon X Machina's release date would be revealed as one of mine. Point there. Cadence of Hyrule Shadow Drop happened a little differently than I expected, but it still shadow-dropped during E3. They announced it, and then it released two days later. That's still so a it shadow happened drop. at the end of
1: the Nintendo Treehouse. so
0: Yeah, so, yeah that's a point. It's, it's still a shadow-drop during E3, right? Uh, new Super Smash Bros. DLC reveal. Point there uh no animal crossing news unfortunately i missed a point i was a little bit just tired of animal crossing like coming up in my feed and everybody being pissed about animal crossing not coming up in things that were like the pokemon direct it's like they didn't show animal crossing of course they didn't it's a fucking pokemon direct you dumbass. (laughs) so i was a little just salty at animal crossing people right then uh (laughs) So I, I don't have a major problem with the game. Just uh, a certain yeah. portion of the fan base is a bunch of bunch of tools. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, if you turn <laughs> off this podcast because of that, then uh, uh, I guess that proves it. So there. Huh. Joke's on you. <laughs> ah, beer is good. Um, beer of the week this week, I forgot to mention, is um, Blood Red Sky. Uh, by Inish and Gunn, which is a Scottish brewery from Edinburgh in Scotland. Uh, This is a rum barrel aged red beer. Um, That's that's pretty good. I'm going to give that another taste. Mm. Real malty, just kind of real easy going flavor. Real sweet with that kind of rum-ish flavor worked in there from the barrel aging. Um... Uh, pretty simple beer. A little kind of hop, actually, on the back end, now that I'm letting that sit for a second in my mouth. Uh, that's, that's pretty good. Um, I'm going to go, uh, 16. That's really yummy. Yeah, that's yummy. All right. Anyway. So my last bonus was that the PlayStation 5 would be revealed uh, at some point during E3, whether at E3 or not, and, of course, that didn't happen. So, yeah. point for Pokemon Sword and Shield trailer, Demon X Machina, release date, Cadence of Hyrule, Shadow Drop, and Smash Bros. DLC reveal, four points as well. So, I guess we're tied. Hey. Cool. Uh, so, neither of us lose. So, I guess if you want to, you don't have to come on the podcast and listen to my bad Zelda fanfiction. I think we decided is the uh, punishment <laughs> for that. Um, so... At some point, uh, next time I can get Sebastian and Chris on together, um, we'll have them uh, do that. Um, and if if you want to, you can still come on. I'm not going to stop you from talking about my crappy fanfiction.
1: <laughs> I will come on and then leave for that.
0: <laughs> we'll save that for the end. Right, yeah. Just just come on and talk about the news and drink a beer and go home. <laughs> yeah. Right. Perfect. Okay, so, anyways, um, brief news stuff. Uh, We're just going to not be brief at all. We're going to, I mean, we're going to be kind of brief on each point, but there's so many points that we can't really make this brief. Uh, Because I've got written down here my highlights, uh, and I think I'm missing probably a few that I might mention and at the end of this if there's anything else that Crow can think about that I missed then we'll talk about that too Uh, so number one brief news topic uh, Doom Eternal is launching November 22nd we finally got a release date for that so right in the holiday period there um, I am super hyped about this and it's, it's kind of funny too because this is uh the first game that i've really had to choose do i buy it on switch or do i buy it on ps4 because uh, like for a long time i had a switch and no ps4 and then lately i've been buying like exclusive games pretty much on both uh or yeah. or a game that i can't get on switch i buy on ps4 well like rage 2 isn't technically exclusive but i don't have an xbox so i'm gonna play it on ps4 for it um, uh, what do you think about this? Just Doom it Eternal looks, in general.
1: I mean, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I watched. Uh, I didn't get to see the E three thing, um, so I watched it in post, and it looks like a lot of fun, especially the grappling shotgun. Yeah, uh,
0: just having a hook shot attached to your shotgun is like the coolest thing you could possibly do, isn't it? Yeah, like my is roommate there, bought is, the gun. <laughs> Is there anything you could do to top that? A shotgun with a hook shot on it? Not really. Like, in, in Zelda games, my favorite weapon is always the hook shot. And in shooters, my favorite gun is always a shotgun. So, putting the you. two together is like, oh my god, Bethesda knows how to give me a boner.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, my roommate bought the collector's edition because it comes with the Doom Guy helmet.
0: Yeah, uh, that looks freaking sweet. Um, how much is the collector's edition? Maybe I should go pre-order that. Two hundred. Okay, not. I'm not gonna shell out that much. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I want to, but yeah, not uh, not this cheap ass. Um, yeah, uh, they also announced that uh, they're gonna have a kind of a new multiplayer mode in their online, which looks kind of interesting, because it's like a PvP where, kind of, in the uh, in the multiplayer in <laughs> Doom 2016, you had, like, an option if you got so many kills, then you could become a demon, like a Hell Knight or a Revenant or something, and just be, like, super OP for a while, and, you know, kill more <clears throat> of the enemies. Uh, they've taken that kind of to the next level in this one, where it's... Uh, PvP 1 versus 2, one of you plays the Doom Slayer uh, and two of you play Demons and it's – it looks – they're, they're kind of advertising it as like a tactics versus uh, action kind of thing so i guess you get lots of tactical elements as the demons in addition to your crazy badass powers you also can do something or another it's kind of ambiguous exactly what you're going to do but you can like summon other littler demons to help fight doom guy and uh so it it looks really unique at the very least i don't know if it'll be like fun yet until i play Mm. it uh but it 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 certainly looks interesting um did you see any of that No, I haven't watched anything other than the reveal trailer. Okay, based Um, on my description, would you play it? 100%.
1: I'm going to get it. and I'm going to get it for my Switch.
0: Yeah, Um, I think I've probably decided Switch just because portability is great. Uh, Yeah. And I've got too many things stacking up on my PS4 that I can only play at home. So I've pretty much been playing like Switch games on the go and uh, PS4 games at home lately. As, and that's been working pretty well. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on to Halo Infinite and Scarlet are launching Holiday 2020. Uh, so we already talked a little bit about Scarlet, but it uh, it sounds pretty cool. You know, it's a batter-ass Xbox system. Who, who could have seen that coming? Uh, <laughs> And Halo Infinite, uh, the trailer looked pretty cool. Um, like I like Halo, anyways, and I, I don't know. I it's it's hard because I want to get an Xbox just for Halo, pretty much. But I don't want to, you know, get an Xbox and then have nothing else to play but Halo. You know. Yeah. I'm like. Do I wait? I, mean, I don't know. I'll wait to see what other launch titles Scarlet has, and if I have money at the time, then I'll think about it. It's kind of my take on that. Um, do you have an Xbox?
1: I do. Well, not right now. Um, I did, and I plan to get it back. Uh, but yeah, I have an Xbox. I have, like, two, maybe three dozen games on it, at right. most. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, they've got some good exclusives. you have got while it's not an exclusive anymore, Cuphead, obviously Halo, right, yeah. Sea of Thieves, State of Decay, Ori in the Blind Forest.
0: Yeah, uh, they have a number, but like for me, pretty much the things that I really want to play are like Halo and Gears of War, and like there's nothing else pretty much that I have to have on an Xbox if I buy one, you know, uh, and and like all those other things look. Good too, but now Cuphead's on Switch, so now I'm like Yeah. <laughs> who even cares? <laughs> Almost, you know. Yeah, if, if if I had a bunch of money I would certainly get one just for all the other exclusives, but I'm I'm a poor bastard. Um <laughs>
1: It seems like the Project Scarlet will be backwards compatible with all previous Xbox stuff. That is
0: one of the things that I heard. And so I was kind of wondering if that's going to be like the Xbox 360 was limited to a certain selection of original Xbox games. If it's going to be like that. Or if it's going to be literally everything. Because that would entice me to buy one a lot more. Because if I could actually replay all my original Xbox and Xbox 360 games that I still have. Plus just the Xbox one games that I've missed plus some new games, then that would really maybe turn me on to this thing. Cause there are some original Xbox games that I have thought a few times that I'm like, maybe I want to try this out and then sometimes I'll hook up my Xbox 360 and, but you know, like half of my original Xbox games don't actually work on 360 because it had a weird backwards compatibility like that. Um, so if it is literally every game from Xbox ever, then I'll probably buy one. That's fucking amazing. Uh, even just to replay Halo 1, I wouldn't mind. Because <laughs> Halo 1 was yeah. the best anyways, until Reach came out. Well, that one's a given. Yeah. Um, so Halo Infinite, uh, as an Xbox owner, are you going to get it? Yeah, 100%. Cool. Uh, is it something that you're going to buy Scarlet for for better Halo or are you going to just do it on your current console
1: I mean I'm going to buy Scarlet 100% I'm Mm -hmm. just hoping that they have a Halo Infinite Edition Project Scarlet right because I've had a Halo Edition system for every generation so that's what
0: I want yeah that would be cool um and then maybe try and one-up doom with a master chief helmet yeah you know what's funny though is i actually have a master chief helmet that they gave out with the collector's edition of halo 2 or halo 3 halo 3 um and it but it's it's not wearable so now i'm like okay now i'm on board i'm I'm actually looking at it right now because it it's something so badass that I had to take it from my parents' house and now I have it on display for the rest of my life. I will always have that. I always meant to, like, mount it on, like, a plaque, like a hunting trophy. <clears throat> like, I cut off Master Chief's head. All you got was a fucking moose. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, haven't got around to actually building the, you know, big old hunting trophy plaque. Anyways, uh, so anything else on Halo Infinite or moving on?
1: I think we're ready to move on. All
0: right, Minecraft dungeons. Uh, so this looks kind of interesting. Not because I'm a huge Minecraft fan. Fan. Um, like I like Minecraft. It's fine, but I don't have the time to do as much of what I would like to do in Minecraft. In Minecraft, because I would like to just you know sit there and build for hours and hours and hours and hours. But then I would have no time for other games. Um, right. Because. Minecraft is basically just virtual Legos, and that's fucking awesome. Uh, But Minecraft Dungeons seems to be taking a different approach, obviously, like completely. Uh, It's like this action-adventure game that looks really basically like Diablo. But the best thing about this is that it's like E-rated Diablo. So I'm totally going to get this and play it with my kids, and it's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, true still up for me on this one.
0: Right. But, I mean, it
1: looks interesting.
0: I would love to just play Diablo with my kids anyways cuz I I think Diablo 3 even is a game that I could play with my kids if there wasn't so much, you know, blood and death and gore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, my oldest is 5. He's not ready for that. There will be a no. time, but but at the same time, Diablo 3 I feel like is a game that my 5-year-old could play and enjoy and 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 beat with me. You know. <clears throat> it's it's not a very hard game on PS4 at least. I don't know if it's like different between consoles and PC or whatever. because uh, it, it's not oh, nearly goodness. as hard as I remember Diablo 2 being. Um, and I feel like this is totally the kind of game that my son would really like, my five year old. And <clears throat> it but for obviously reasons, I'm not going to play it with him, you know? I'm right. Like, Do I put good parenting first or, or what? <laughs> yeah. <You know. laughs> so, um, looks kind of interesting. Uh, is that all about that? Yeah. All right. No other opinions. Elder Scrolls Blades coming to Switch. I
1: thought it was on the Switch already, to be honest. Did like, you? <laughs> That shocked me. Like, it's not out yet. Oh. Huh.
0: Yeah, they they totally announced this at uh, the Bethesda conference, and um, I actually got into the – we talked about that a little bit when I got into the beta test uh, for uh, Elder Scrolls Blades. And now it's just open to everybody. Um, But uh, honestly, I think the game will be a thousand times better with a fucking controller. Yeah, I like the one thing that really bugged the hell out of me about is that I had to you know use the pseudo dual stick control on my touch screen, and it was like it was doable, but it wasn't great. And having button commands for the things I for your actions, I think, will be a lot better than the touch commands because the touch commands like they worked, but they felt awkward, and like I wasn't always, you know, I, I had trouble being able to, you know, do my spells when I wanted to. Uh, it, it it was just, for me, it was awkward. And I think for other people, it might not have been so much, but I really am excited to see this game with a controller. As soon as it comes out, I am going to download it for Switch, especially since it's uh, uh, cross-play and cross content with your phone. So everything that I've done in my phone version now, it's all saved in the cloud and I'm gonna play exactly the same game on my Switch. It's all saved there. And I think that's a really cool element of that too. So like, if I do forget my Switch, if I get really into this and I'm like, oh, I want my daily quest or whatever, then I can do that on my phone, you know, as a backup too. So I think that's actually a kind of a cool little point, and the fact that it's still just a little free-to-play thing on uh, Switch, that's like, it's a pretty fun game on mobile even. It's one of the best mobile games I've ever played, but the combat will be a million times better on Switch. So I am actually really excited about this.
1: So, give me your opinion on this. Mm -hmm. Elder Scrolls Blades compatible with Labo
0: VR the internet um yes conditionally because okay. the one big gripe I have about Super Smash Brothers with Labo VR is that I have to use the Joy-Cons attached and yeah. that's the thing that breaks it for me cuz I don't want to hold the thing up to my face. I built a head strap like a redneck for a reason. <laughs> so um as long as i can like wirelessly connect my pro controller and use my redneck head strap i am okay with basically anything coming to vr actually that could be really cool looking around in vr uh because this this is a first person game and i think that would actually give it the edge over breath of the wild as far as vr goes if you could like this would be close to as good as breath of the wild vr uh just because you could yeah. use the motion controls like, and they wouldn't feel awkward as shit like they do in uh, Breath of the Wild, um, it would make sense. Which I I like Breath of the Wild in VR. Breath of the Wild, I think, is obviously like a far superior game to Blades overall. But as a mm-hmm. VR experience, I think Blades would be better than Breath of the Wild.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you on that.
0: That that's funny. That's something I never actually thought of until you brought it up. That's amazing. Now I'm gonna suddenly think of like, oh, what else could we put Labo VR to? <laughs> <laughs> like everybody keeps thinking about. All right, um, moving on. Uh, Super Smash Brothers DLC. We are getting Dragon Quest guys and Banjo Kazooie. Holy shit! Called it. Yeah, I like. I didn't see Banjo coming. Honestly, I I don't know why particularly. He's a he does make sense in Smash, but for some reason I just had this gut feeling. I'm like, nope, not coming. Not doing it. Um, uh, I didn't have a large experience with Banjo-Kazooie when I was a kid anyways. Um, I played a little bit at a buddy's house and a little bit. There's actually uh, uh, for actually for a long, long time, there was a Nintendo 64 in the McDonald's down the road from me that had Banjo-Kazooie mm-hmm. in it and that was where I played it mostly was at McDonald's because uh, they had like this big old setup with four N64s with different games in them and one of them had Banjo-Kazooie and I think one had Mario Kart and uh I don't remember what else um but yeah so yeah, it was kind of fun um and he's an iconic enough guy that I'm really kind of glad he came into Smash now now that I've kind of digested it a little bit, I'm like, yeah, actually Banjo fucking deserves it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think part of the reason people just didn't expect him to come is because people have been wanting him since the days of Melee.
0: Yeah, that's, that's kind of true. Uh, but then, you know, Sakurai's just been throwing us a lot of bones with, uh, Ridley and King K. Rule, And mm-hmm. now obviously here we are with Banjo Kazooie. Um, that's, this is a fan
1: service game for sure.
0: Yeah, um, and and I think that's great, especially since you know it's the service fanserviceiest game that it could be, and that's in a good way. That doesn't detract from it, because you know, like yeah. some service games, you get like Fire Emblem Heroes, where it's like, oh, how many different versions of Camilla can I get, and how skimpy will the skimpiest one be. <laughs> you know, and other fan service games are like, OK, this is actually like true to the source material and it's exactly what I want in a game. And Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is the best example of that, that there has ever been and probably ever will be. Uh, and it all started from that E3 uh, last year. Everyone is here. You yeah. know, right from that moment, you knew that it was going to be something incredible like this. And, yeah, this and, one's and be now this, special. these are like the DLC characters, I feel like, are just nails in the coffin, you know? <laughs> yes, yeah. like nobody else will ever get to this level of fan service and have it as respectful to the source material and as pleasurable for the gamers in the end.
1: This is definitely the best smash.
0: Yeah, like, like by leaps and bounds. It's it's funny because I had lots of discussions with you know some of my buddies uh, back in the brawl days when you know still a lot of people were all like, oh no, melee's still better because it's faster and than all this. Mm. And you know now it's like you know I always liked brawl better than melee because they introduced new mechanics and a crap load of new characters and stages which is what i play smash brothers for is all the crazy characters and stages being put into one game um and then smash for wii u and 3ds was pretty much you know another extension of that but it basically just felt like brawl again almost to me Uh, but Mm. I, I didn't give it as much of a fair shake. I never actually had smash for Wii U because I was a kind of a weird time in my life where I never had people over to my house. So I was like, why would I buy a big multiplayer game right now? Uh, so, uh, maybe if I gave that a fair shake, I would have a different opinion of it. Maybe I'd like it better than brawl. I don't know. But, uh, then this came out and it's like, no, everything you say about melee now is invalid. Because this is just, you know, it's maybe not quite as fast as Melee, but it's still really fast-paced. It's still got the technical aspects of Brawl. And it's got so many fucking characters that you can't say literally anything against this. That is going to even register as a competent argument to me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What do you think about Dragon Quest Hero?
1: Um, I mean, I like it. I like the Dragon's Quest series. I actually like what they did with them. Just the different skins are alternate heroes, and I wish they would do that with more characters.
0: Yeah, because I think that would work, actually, in a lot of cases. Um, Because I I was actually thinking about that um, the other day with, like, they didn't really necessarily need to make Krom his own character. They could have literally copied Roy, And just called it good. Or Peach. Uh, Or, I mean, Daisy. Right, yeah. Like, honestly, is there even a difference between Peach and Daisy? I have no idea. I
1: have been told that there is very minute differences. Mm. Not enough to actually be a real difference.
0: Right. Or the same with Pit and Dark Pit. Uh, Samus and Dark Samus, I think there is... I think it's it's weird to me. I feel like Dark Samus hits harder and is faster at the same time. And I'm like... Wait, why is this like this? In, in and and I'm not sure yeah. if that's true or if it just happens to be what I've I feel from like maybe I just no, I really agree. like her speed better, and it feels for that reason because of it. But I'm like at the same point they could have literally just made a dark Samus costume. Like they have a dark Link costume technically for Link, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like. But at the same time I am actually really happy that they did make Krom his own character cuz he's not he's actually one of those Echo Fighters that's far enough away from Roy uh, cuz he's got uh like his uh, recovery is almost the same as Ike's uh, instead so of speed. Yeah, and and yeah, that. But he still hits pretty hard. Uh so he is really you know, he's different from Roy enough that I I actually care. Uh, and plus, I love Crom. He is a dream dreamboat. I love him. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I there's. I would that. disagree
1: with you. The dark pit and pit are pretty different.
0: Are they? I haven't I played it very much. But I don't know. I played dark pit like a few times, and I was like, he feels like the same. Uh, but I've never really been a pit main either. So if you say that, then I will trust you on that.
1: Yeah, because dark pit's one of my mains, and Trevor, my roommate. Is one of his veins.
0: So. Right. I, this is a notable enough difference. I used to play a little bit of Pit every now and then in Brawl, but since then I. Like, in because in Ultimate, there's just so many other characters that I'd rather play than Pit, personally, <clears throat> that I'm just like, I'm not even gonna, you know, give him the time.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um So yeah. Um uh anything else about Dragon Quest guys or uh banjo? I'm excited. All right, here's a big one. Link's fucking awakening. Yes. Yes. All the yes. Uh this this was the thing that I thought was going to hype me most in the trailer uh, or in the Nintendo Direct. Um but uh obviously we had a surprise later that we'll get to uh last of all. Uh and uh, But Link's Awakening was my first Zelda game, and from the moment that they revealed this, I was like, holy shit, they are remaking my first game, and it's right at that kind of stage of gameplay that this is probably going to be the first Zelda game that my son actually is able to complete by himself. And just that for me, the timing could not have been better. I am so into this game anyways, and I am so happy about everything I am seeing about it. Um, did you uh, see
1: the Dreamer edition?
0: Yes, I did. I have it pre-ordered now at GameStop. Cause, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I told you about that. Yeah, you told me about that on the Discord there. And uh, I went over to GameStop like right immediately. I was like, there's a special edition, and I need it. <laughs> uh, so... Moved my pre-order over there uh, and actually that was kind of funny too because then I pre-ordered a couple of other things and uh, found out that I actually had like four games that I had picked up and just paid full price for for some reason instead of Mm – and and so I had like $5 on like several games that I had already So you just got a bunch
1: of free pre-orders. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, in that case, I'll – Like, I was like, okay, well, I came in to pre-order Sword and Shield. Apparently, I already had that pre-ordered, so no problem. Uh, And then I was like, okay, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake and Link's Awakening and um, Astral Chain. And how much do I have left? And the dude's like, you still got like 15 bucks left. I'm like, okay, Fire Emblem's coming out soon. (laughs) Just throw it all on Fire Emblem and it'll be cheaper for me in July. Fuck yeah. (laughs) So that was kind of funny. Um, but back to Link's Awakening, uh, you played the original, I assume, probably? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the original, original, or DX? Uh,
1: I think it was DX. Okay. It was like 15 years ago, I don't remember.
0: Right. I feel like most people have played DX, because I think more copies of DX were published in general, uh, yeah
2: because the game boy color
0: was i feel like a more popular system in general after i mean for zelda Uh, yeah because obviously the game boy sold a bunch of units because tetris um and then the game boy color obviously was and that was one of the coolest things about that was that was a game that some people already knew and pretty much everybody who was a gamer at the time probably knew the name of the Zelda series and it was mm-hmm. one of those games that was taking advantage of color as the gimmick and added that little color dungeon. Uh so that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I'm also happy to see they did announce now uh through the uh live stream in the Nintendo Treehouse that the color dungeon's coming back. So that's kinda cool. And the own dungeon. Yes, uh, that was my next point is uh dungeon maker kinda thing is in this game. Uh how hyped are you for that?
1: I am so hyped. I wish it wasn't just, like, a puzzle thing where you find the pieces and go in. Yeah. I wish it was just, like, Mario Maker Zelda.
0: Yeah. Uh, what, what I what I, what I almost think, though, is that they might just be testing the waters for this. Like, if we put this in, let's see what people do with it, how much it catches on, how much we see it on social media and whatever, whatever, and maybe just kind of gauging the interest level. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, because I feel like there's been enough of an outcry for a Z- an official Zelda maker game or, or something Mario Maker, but Zelda, since mm. the announcement of the first one, uh, yeah, and even even kind of before then, because there actually is like a Legend of Zelda game maker uh, application for Windows you can get called uh, Zelda Classic. Um, which is actually really cool, but it's a lot less user-friendly than, like, a Nintendo game would be. Like, they would just streamline everything and make it 80 million times simpler. Uh, I've, I've played with <laughs> Zelda Classic a little bit and made, uh, you know, bits of worlds here and there and some dungeons. And it's, it's pretty—it's very intuitive, but it's also pretty complex, so, just to streamline that and, you know, give in your touchscreen and or motion controls, I think would just make it a billion times better. And then, you know... Uh, there is a really I think cool... they make shit loads uh, of money.
1: Yeah, there's a really cool Mario Maker clone for Mega Man called Mega Maker.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: it's really cool. good. I actually played it.
0: Huh. I really like Mega Man... Like, as a character, and I have fun with the games, but I have never beat a single robot master. I suck at them that much. (laughs) Uh, Nice. Yeah. So, also an interesting thing, uh, I think Link's Awakening was also the only game in the E3 conference that is revealed to have any amiibo support. Uh, Except for obviously, I guess, the Super Smash Bros. DLC. uh, Because we'll get a Banjo-Kazooie amiibo eventually. I bet that'll sell like fucking hotcakes. Eventually. We're getting a
1: Snake amiibo, and I'm super fucking excited. Yeah, I
0: I did see that, because they announced the release date of that and a couple others, didn't they? It was like Snake and uh, Dark Samus.
1: (laughs) I don't remember uh, who
0: else. One other, I think. Um, but Link's Awakening, actually, this this amiibo actually looks pretty cool because it like it's it literally adorable. looks like Link in the game, because and and which is so cool because Link in the game looks like a fucking toy anyway. <laughs> like yeah. this is this works on so many levels. There has never been a more perfect amiibo, and I didn't know I needed more amiibo, but apparently I do. So, you can never have
1: too many Zelda amiibo.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've got like six Links, and I don't even have half of them. I think. <laughs> I have most of them. Right. Yeah. Um, seen two. Yeah, because they don't. Because uh, I don't have the. Uh, I didn't get the Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, or Majora's Mask ones when they came out. I really wanted that Majora's Mask one, but I never saw it at GameStop or Target or anything, and I missed the pre-orders until they were full. Uh, mm. so as soon as I see that if I see it I'm going to fucking buy it but um, and a handful of others because uh, Link is great um, going on Final Fantasy 7 Remake is announced for March 3rd 2020 sweet yes and collector's edition yeah two collector's editions actually Uh, one of those is it's pretty hilarious because, like, when I first read the price tag, I was just like, what the fuck could they do that justifies a $330 purchase? And then I looked on their site and I'm like, okay, I fucking want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get it, but but I really do just- kind of want it because uh, it, it comes with the uh, statue of uh, cloud on the motorcycle from the whole escape scene. Yeah, and that's obviously one of the most iconic moments in the game, uh, and like I really just love that kind of statue. Anyways, like if I had a bunch of money, I would collect f- like first four figures and and that sort of statue. But I don't have the mm. money, so instead I collect amiibos. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> the poor is, man's statue. Right? Yeah, that's that's kind of what. Like when they announced amiibos, I was like, I don't care at all that they're going to be usable in the games but I do care that there are pretty well detailed statues of my favorite video game characters that I can buy for twelve ninety
1: nine. oh yeah I was on
0: board in a heartbeat. yeah so uh and now I've got like a, a pretty sizable little shelf full of amiibos that are like 90% Zelda and occasional other shit yeah <laughs> I got my box of Super Mario Brothers cereal amiibo up there <laughs> yeah um, so just in general this game looks great like Final Fantasy 7 obviously is one of the most iconic games of all time and I think they're doing justice to it from not only looking at the trailers and looking at the little bits of gameplay that we've seen but also then listening to uh, like some of the press members that it wasn't playable on the show floor but certain press members were given access to it uh, mm-hmm. and got to actually play a demo. But it, it sounds like the demo was actually not like a regular demo. It was like actually just the first segment of the game as though it was in the game instead of just being like, here's, you know, this. Uh, you have 15 minutes. Oh, go, go, go. Uh, here's what you do. Here's the buttons. Okay, now you're good, right? Uh, it seemed mm-hmm. like it was adding mechanics... As it would in a tutorial in the game, and everybody was just saying the combat was super fluid. It seems like a kind of a cross between the turn-based system and a real-time system, which I I have no idea how that works, but it sounds cool, and I want to try it so bad. Uh, like they, it seems like they're going all out on this remake, and I don't even care that it's just like the first chapter and i'm gonna have to buy four more of these you know or however many they, they haven't announced how many but um i am on board with this no matter how many they make and i will probably continue buying playstations to make it happen yeah uh do you have anything on top of that
1: no really like i know i want that uh that collector's edition and i'm saving up for it um that's it I'm, I'm just a fanboy over this like, i've been waiting for this for so long
0: <laughs> right yeah um as a fanboy does it bug you that it's being split up into different games no what is kind of shocking to me a little bit is that this is the first chapter and it's still a two-disc game that is fucking yeah. amazing <laughs> Uh, cause two Blu-ray discs to install this means this game file must be fucking huge, and like I can't, I can't even argue with it. I'm just like it, it must be great because of that, you know. Um, yeah. But moving on, Just Dance Twenty Twenty is coming out. Nobody saw that coming, right? I'm kidding. We all did, but for we, yeah, <laughs> for we, yeah. Uh, So that is kind of funny. And actually, a Nintendo representative on Twitter actually shed a little light on this, uh, which I think is kind of interesting and worth uh, spreading the story of. So part of the thing is uh, patients in hospitals that need uh, physical rehabilitation from different things. Sometimes one of the things that they do to just have them do some sort of physical activity... That's kind of fun and kind of not super strenuous is play the just dance games and they have been doing this since the era of the Wii and hospitals, you know, they're a business too. They can't always necessarily buy the next gen video game console or, you know, several of them. So they rely on the consoles that they already have or the secondhand market to replace those consoles because, you know, twenty bucks for a Wii at wherever or or whatever they're up to now is probably not very much. Um I imagine a used game. So. Okay, I see him every now and then in the thrift store for twenty bucks, which is funny because actually there's a guy who owns a used game shop I know that goes in the thrift store and snipes stuff like that and then resells yeah. it at his shop, which is pretty funny. Um, but um, yeah, so actually, I think this is really cool that because of this, Ubisoft is still making Just Dance for Wii in fucking twenty twenty. So I'm I for it. Yeah, I think that's badass reasoning, and uh, I am perfectly fine with it. Uh, I'm not gonna get it. I've never got a Just Dance game. Doesn't look interesting to me at all. But you know, if it helps people in hospitals, then fucking go Nintendo. Yeah. Um. You ever play a Just Dance?
1: Uh,
0: not that I can recall. All right. Gonna get this one. Not even for Wii? No. (laughs) I think my Wii is content with its small library of games. Right? Um, Next on the docket, uh, Astral Chain looks like a badass. Uh, Like, the first reveal trailer for Astral Chain, I was like, what is this? Is this Xenoblade? No, it's something new. Okay, it looks kind of interesting, maybe. This one, I'm like, okay, I am on board with this. You get to capture monsters and use their fucking superpowers? I like I this. Mind. This is cool. Yeah, so uh, is that your kind of same feeling?
1: That's about how I was, yeah. When they first revealed it, I was like, this is okay. But after this trailer, like, I can see myself getting this.
0: Yeah. Um, it's also uh, made by Platinum Games, who are really known well for all their big action games, like uh, Bayonetta and uh, something else I was thinking of. But now my brain is farting. Bayonetta, that's the main thing. Yeah, pretty much Bayonetta. Um, My my brain farted, so I'm going to take a drink. (laughs) Ah, that's good drinking. (laughs) Yummy. Yeah, so uh, anything else about that? Uh, Fight aliens use their superpowers.
1: I really like some of the mechanics that they have, like being able to create platforms to traverse the land. Yeah,
0: that kind of actually was one of the cool things. Uh, and it almost feels to me like the only Shin Megami Tensei game I ever played was um, one for Nintendo DS. Was uh, I forget what it's called? But it you kind of had this like similar mechanic where you could team up with monsters and use them to fight. Uh, but now it's like taking that to another level where you can, you know, capture these monsters and use them to fight and to use them to overcome obstacles in the world and solve puzzles and bullshit like that. So mm. I think this is great. Like, I am totally on board with this game. I just, I think it's releasing in September also, which makes me angry because everything is fucking releasing in September. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to have any money. Yeah, it's really
1: intense back half of the year.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. Um next up Animal Crossing. Delayed. Yeah. You're very happy about that, huh? <laughs> I don't know, a little bit just for the pricks about Animal Crossing, you know. But um no, I uh actually the the trailer looks uh kind of interesting, kind of fun. Uh I've never actually played an Animal Crossing game, but I kind of am okay with that style of game. Um I, I just don't play a lot of that sort of game anyway. Not that I dislike it, but I like other game styles more. And I'm probably going to get this one because now my wife is really interested in it. And uh, my kids were really, really interested in it when they were watching the trailer. Uh, so I might I might have to pick that one up. Uh, this might be my first Animal Crossing game. Looks kind of cool. Uh, you played any Animal Crossings? I actually have not.
1: That was one thing I was going to say. Is this, this will be my first Animal Crossing because a bunch of people I know are going to get it. Right. Plus, it's on an island. I like islands.
0: Yeah, that sounds cool. I'm, I'm just going to make mine as close to even tide as I possibly can. Just put a fucking Hinox <laughs> on there and a shrine. No.
1: <laughs> That'd be... I hope that there's Breath of the Wild Easter eggs.
0: That would be hilarious if you could just put a Hinox on it. <laughs> just... Run around, kill your villagers.
1: I don't think that'll be quite that much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Um, But yeah, so the two of us might be playing Animal Crossing for the first time. That's kind of cool. I am more than hyped about this one. Did not see it coming yet uh, because Suda51 basically said that Travis Strikes Again is a test of the waters to see how interested people are and apparently he's already been working on this enough to show a really badass trailer for No More Heroes 3 like holy shit
1: I saw on Twitter and I don't know if it was a custom made thing or an actual thing that's happening someone shared a picture with me of a No More Heroes 3 Switch that's pretty cool um, and I kind of want it to be a thing.
0: Yeah, uh, I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a big you'd... fan of the No More Heroes series in general. I played yeah. the, the very first one, uh, like, I think day one I got that game because I read about it in Nintendo Power back in the day. And I was like dude buys a lightsaber on the internet just randomly decides to become the world's greatest assassin I'm I'm fucking on board <laughs> okay that's, that's great and it was literally basically just that and it's all about you know the quirky dialogue and you know over the top fight scenes and you know throwing around weird wrestling moves at the same time as you're hacking people to death with a fucking laser sword <coughs> It's amazing. I love it. And The second one was just as good. Uh, Travis Strikes Again was a different kind of thing, but still really fun, just arcade style, uh, you know, hack and slash. Uh, what do you think? Do you, you you ever played No More Heroes?
1: I've never played a No More Heroes game. It seems cool. Don't know how much I'll go out of my way to get it, mm-hmm. but
0: maybe. All right. Well. I'll let you know how it is. Uh, yes. Because, like, like I know I'm just going to fucking love it. It's No More Heroes is one of the greatest game series. I think it's probably, I'm just going to say, it's my favorite uh, beat-em-up kind of series. I don't know if it's a beat-em-up. Is, is Hack and Slash and beat em up the same thing, basically? Kind of? Mm, maybe? Similar vein. Yeah. I don't know. So, whatever. That sort of style. Um, definitely my favorite sort of style series of that time. Of that sort of style. Yeah. I can't yeah. Talk. I have to drink. Uh, which brings me to my second beer of the week, which is uh, Breckenridge Brewery uh, Oatmeal Stout, which I've never had this one. I've had plenty of Breckenridge Brewery beers. They're one of the bigger craft beers breweries here in uh, Colorado uh, but then they were recently bought out by uh, Bush I think so now I'm not sure if I can consider them a craft Bush. brewery or not uh, but you know whatever they, they still make good beer so I don't really care all that much um, so let's try this one mm. Yeah, it's basically everything you want from an oatmeal stout, um, which is one of my favorite styles in general. So I really like dark beers. I really like stouts, and oatmeal stouts are pretty close to the top of that. Every now and then, some sort of weird-ass barrel-aged thing will sometimes creep up and get there, but my one of my favorite go-tos is just to have a good oatmeal stout. Um, <coughs> hmm. Real good mouthfeel on that. It's not like overbearingly like uh, it's not one of those mouthfeels that really moves on you, but it's it's noticeable. Um, that that's pretty good. I'm gonna give that a I'm gonna give that a fourteen. Not quite as good as this uh, barrel aged rum beer, but uh, that's pretty good. What were we talking about? Uh, no more heroes. Anything else to add on that? No. I don't think I have I'm just anything
1: it's it... a in the mirror.
0: Alright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they uh, they didn't really show a whole lot of that. Although it was interesting that like this almost the trailer started and I wouldn't even have thought it was No More Heroes. Um cause it like it looks like a different person, but obviously they're talking with Travis Touchdown's voice. And then like they put on this like crazy mech armor thing, and then when he comes out of it, he looks nor like normal Travis. But he yeah. almost looks like just an older version of Travis when he goes into it. So I'm like, what the hell is going on with that? That's like some weird stuff going on there, which is is you know almost to be expected from Suda obviously but um, yeah. I, I gotta wonder what the fuck is up with that and I'm just hyped to see what it is and last piece of news before we get into the big thing uh, Cadence of Hyrule Shadow Dropped I have started that today because it um, was available today I pre-purchased yesterday and got it downloaded and ready to play played it earlier today for about an hour or so it's um, it's great, yeah, man. It's like everything from the original Crypt of the Necro Dancer that I loved, plus like this big explorable overworld with dungeons that you can go into. Like th- there's like little cave kind of dungeons. Uh, I haven't found any big big dungeons yet, but I bet they're there somewhere. Probably. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it. They The mechanics that they have added specifically seem to make it feel more like Zelda than Crypt of the Necrodancer, but it still keeps the Necrodancer-like core gameplay. So it really feels like you're playing a new Zelda game that happens to go to the beat of the music, which is incredible. So,
1: how does this compare to mainline Zeldas?
0: Um... I'm not necessarily far in enough to where I think I want to be able to say, but first impression is like I think I'm as into what's going on here as I was the first time I played Link to the Past. Okay. Just based on a first impression. But obviously, you know, it's a really different style of gameplay. It's it, You are still dying a lot like you did in Crypt of the Necrodancer. But mm-hmm. uh what I do kinda like about it over the original Crypt of the Necrodancer is that you now you kinda have a lay of the land. After you've died, you're still in the same world. It's you know, cause it's a handcrafted overworld instead of a roguelike where you're regenerating and, you know, making a different uh it's it's not a randomly generated world anymore. So mm. I I do kinda like that. So now I die, I don't feel like i'm resetting my progression because at the very least i've explored something and you know seen a new part of the world or or you know found a secret somewhere or something so i i really dig that about it over the original necrodancer um which speaking of which and now that i remember that i still have to go beat that um the sprite work is amazing the music is amazing uh if you like Zelda at all I would recommend it if you like Crypt of the Necrodancer at all I would recommend it it's fucking great I
1: just wish they would do a physical release
0: yeah that's something I wonder if it might come eventually um but I was like if it is I'm not waiting for it I'm getting it um <laughs> so, yeah yeah I might I might buy it twice if it if it continues to be as hype as I have been over the first hour of it I'm like if it continues at that level of awesome for the whole game then I'll probably buy it twice which is something that I don't usually consider doing for re-releases especially with like a digital physical release like I I kind of thought about it when they announced Limited Run Games was going to do a version of Bloodstained uh, for Switch <clears throat> Um, and, uh, I was like, I almost want to do it, but I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't have any major drive to replay that game immediately. It's like, I'll probably come back and play it again eventually. Cause, uh, Curse of the Night was really, really good. Um, it's the first Castlevania game I've ever beat. Woohoo! Even though it's not, you know, it's not, but it is, <laughs> but it is. Or is it? anyways um, (laughs) yeah um, um, let's see is there anything else uh, you want to add about Cadence of Hyrule or any other questions you have for me since I've played a little bit of it Uh, can
1: you hot swap between the characters
0: Um, maybe eventually not immediately Uh, you start as Cadence for like a tutorial segment And then you kind of get through the tutorial segment, and it makes you choose Link or Zelda. And whichever one you go to is the character you play as for the next segment. And I assume at some point you'll get to swap between them somehow, but I don't know how often that'll be. And I don't know uh, what else might be entailed in that because it seems like Link is probably somewhere else in this world in the story I picked Zelda so eventually I bet I'll find Link and then uh, he'll have his different abilities um, I found one of Zelda's unique abilities which is really cool it's uh, Nehru's love and uh, so if I push my uh, right trigger uh, on the right beat it'll actually reflect enemy attacks back at them and uh, which is really? yeah, which is pretty cool. So you use that to kill Octoroks right ar- right away, and uh, it'll even reflect some of the biggest enemies' like attacks that I actually couldn't damage them any other way as Zelda. And I'm guessing that Link has some way that he could damage them as well because uh, I found like an Iron Knuckle, and it's like this big giant dude, and. Um, his armor makes it so that Zelda actually just can't do any damage to him. And I wonder if, I i don't even know what Link's ability is, you know. Uh, but uh-huh. Nehru's love is pretty cool because it instantly reflects any attack back at whoever shot it. And uh, I've used that to, uh, you know, reflect Wizrobe attacks back at them and uh, Zora that pop out of the water and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's really cool just how many Zelda enemies I'm recognizing just watching them. Just just in the so first hour of the game, I've found Iron Knuckles and Zoras and Keese and WizRubs uh, and and just so many of these freaking old school Zelda enemies. I'm so hyped to see what else is there.
1: So it's uh, hostile Zoras.
0: Uh, some of them, yeah, and some of them, no. Cause I, like, you go to Lake Hylia, uh, is one of the first areas I discovered. Cause it's, like, barely mm. away from Hyrule Castle where Zelda starts. And, um, I kinda walked around, and some of the Zoras will talk to me and, like, ask some sort of questions about the Zora Prince. Uh, seems to be something going on with that. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I found the Prince, and he seems to be, uh, asleep for some reason in a room with a bunch of other sleeping Zoras, so I guess that's something I'll have to figure out. Uh, But uh, other Zoras will pop out of the water and shoot at you like they did in Zelda 1 and uh, a few other Zelda games. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Alright. And... Moving on to, I guess, the last uh, news topic, which is actually just going to be our video game topic. We are just going to talk about this for the rest of the fucking podcast. I hate to skip my table topic for three weeks in a row, but damn it, there was a fucking Breath of the Wild sequel announcement. Holy shit. Uh, What's one of the coolest things about this is that they even hid this from the media. Like, they gave certain media people access to the Nintendo Direct before E3, <clears throat> but they gave them a copy of the video that ended with Banjo-Kazooie and Smash. And it didn't have the Breath of the Wild sequel trailer. Which is amazing to me. I'm just like, you know what you're doing. I mean, this is otherwise, huge. yeah, I, I feel like somebody would have said something and... You know, because you know, immediately like there's been tons of rumors about Banjo anyway, so I don't think anybody would have thought anything about that. But right. then with uh, Breath of the Wild sequel, I feel like somebody might have been tempted to say something, and I'm really glad it didn't leak because this was the most hype moment of probably any E3 in recent memory.
1: I was this just one the E3 for sure.
0: Yeah, like. After they uh, said Banjo was in Smash, I was like, that is a great way to end the trailer. Uh, uh, Especially since, like, going into it, I didn't expect Banjo in Smash. I didn't even necessarily want him in Smash. Now that he's here, I'm like, actually, he looks fucking fun to play. And now I'm having the little bit of nostalgia I have for Banjo coming back. Now I'm happy about it. And his reveal trailer was honestly one of the best reveal trailers that they've had as well. They've been so
1: into trolling people lately.
0: Right? Yeah. Uh, but I, I love that it's uh, basically the same trailer as it was when they revealed King K. Rule. But King K. Rule's <laughs> there at the start. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then Banjo comes up. And it's King K. Rule and Diddy and Donkey Kong just cheering for him. And you're like, I see what you did there. It's because they were both uh, rare IPs. Uh, I I see what you did there, and that's that's like the planning on that had to have started so far back before they made the original trailer for uh, King K Rule, obviously, and it's just perfect. I fucking yeah. love that trailer. Uh, I love the King K Rule trailer, anyways. Um,
1: well. I mean, the news came out before the game even launched, or right after the game launched, that all of the DLC characters have already been decided. So they know who the next two are already. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I remember seeing that, but it's like, even so, you don't expect them to reference back to their, uh, you know, first announcement trailer or something. You know. Yeah. Is well, at least I didn't. I didn't expect. Them to almost directly copy the trailer, but with K Rule, or her, like they're with Diddy and Donkey Kong. I was like, that's hilarious. Um, but, anyways, uh, so going into this trailer, what is the first thing that you thought it would be before you realized it was Zelda?
1: I thought it was a post game DLC because I know that was the big, like. Speculation or rumor floating around that they would do introduce like a new season pass for Breath of the Wild to tide people over, and I was okay with that.
0: Okay, so
1: I thought this was post game stuff, and I was excited,
0: right? Um, I was looking at it, uh, actually, the first thing because like before you could tell it was even Zelda related, I was like, What is this green, glowy shit? Uh, is this going to be maybe a Bayonetta 3 reveal? I don't know much about Bayonetta, but it looks like kind of dark and creepy like that game a little bit, maybe. And then you see Zelda from the back and Link from the back, and you're like, wait, was that – hold on. No, somebody had <laughs> – somebody was different. Something was different, and then it comes to them from the front, and you're like, holy fuck, short, short-haired Zelda and Link are here. And it, it, th- I didn't see wrong. I'm not on crack. This is actually Zelda. <laughs> Holy shit. And I was like... Uh, I didn't think it was going to be DLC at all. Because uh, first of all, they've announced that they're done with DLC for Breath of the Wild. And second of all, I just personally don't want any more DLC for Breath of the Wild. I want a new game. <clears throat> uh, I would take new DLC for Breath of the Wild if that was what they were making. But I think this is so much better. And I was just just floored by this trailer. Uh, it was actually pretty funny because um, like, uh, I was on my way home from work right before the Nintendo Direct was going to happen. And I was like, when I get home, I'll be like a few minutes late. And the last f- few times that there's been a Direct, I've been spoiled on something because I was doing something during the Direct and I couldn't avoid or I started it five minutes late or something and so I was like no with this I have to watch it live have to so I pulled over at the park (laughs) fucking pull out my phone and watch the direct for 40 minutes of the park and uh, like I got some weird looks just in general from people walking around the park but luckily there was nobody there to hear how many times I said holy fuck when they revealed that uh, it was just perfect. I, the
1: gasp when I realized that it was a sequel, actually just when I realized it was a Zelda thing, I almost choked. Right? In, in my excitement.
0: hmm I can see it. Ooh. But. It was good beer.
1: I feel bad for my roommates from all my screaming from that direct.
0: Yeah. That, that would be a thing. Um, Because I think there was like one or two little moments where somebody looked at me when I was saying something like at Link's Awakening or something. But luckily everybody had gone further off into the park by the time that happened. And so all my (laughs) holy fucks were just for me. Only I will know how many holy fucks there were.
1: So on the topic of this Breath of the Wild sequel, this is like – this has nothing to do with the game itself. I just – I thought of this. Uh, I want your opinion because um, my hair is getting like really long. It's uh-huh. like less than an inch away from my shoulders at this point. And I was thinking before about getting a cut. but Now with this, I'm like, do I want to grow it out and do a Breath of the Wild Link cosplay for the game whenever it comes out?
0: And why not a Breath of the Wild Zelda cosplay? Because now she has the hair right about the same length. Wouldn't that be perfect? I
1: <laughs> No.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, actually, I, I think I, I could see that. Um, I think that'll be fine. Um, my wife is making noise now, and she's coming nice. on the podcast, which means he, she needs to drink.
2: <laughs> Hi. Hello. Say
0: hello to the Internet.
2: Hello, and, Internet. And Crow. I've only known you for a long time, except for Crow. I've never met you. Hi.
0: Hello. Pleasure to meet you.
2: I did not intentionally make noise.
0: You made the, some noise, anyways. The door
2: is loud. Here.
0: I opened your beer. Uh, it's not, it's not a beer. A beer. Uh, but because he you're knows. on the podcast, you have to drink. It's one of the rules.
2: Well, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's a drink rule. that. Um. So, what is your beer of the week? Even though it's not a beer,
2: it's not gonna never <laughs> be a beer.
0: No. Yeah. Uh, my wife doesn't beer. It's it's one of the few things that I can't connect to her with. <laughs> Anyways. How many you have you had? Uh, <laughs> two and a half. Oh, right? Well, two and this much, it's not quite a half. That's
2: not a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, Anyways. But, yeah, so you got a Mark, Mike's Hard Tangerine Lemonade.
2: It's yummy. Yeah,
0: is it good? What would you rate that on a scale of 3 to 17?
2: Um, Probably a 10. 10?
0: Ten? 10. Right about average?
2: Yeah. All right well it is my average (laughs) (laughs) it is my norm
0: it's not small it's average (laughs) so we're talking Uh, all about just like your brain uh, I love you thanks (laughs) anyway um, so what do you think about the Breath of the Wild sequel announcement
2: I'm super stoked means I have to finish Breath of the Wild
0: (laughs) yeah it took you long enough
2: well, it's hard with kids. I know. And I'm not.
0: That's why. That's why we have. Switches. Push on to work.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well,
0: I mean, we <laughs> play Kingdom Hearts with them all the time. Play I Zelda. do, but
2: I can't play Kingdom Hearts with them because they like the characters. They like Link. They like Link. They like Link, and they like Zelda. But and but, what's he saying now? I wanna, I wanna play. Why can't I play? I wanna play. Let him play. I do let them play! And then I die.
0: <laughs> and you'll die more in Breath of the Wild, because it's Breath of the Wild.
2: Exactly!
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: No matter how good of armor. But right. I'm super stoked. I like I like the the floaty up in the air. That was fun. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll see what the castle does. We'll see. I like. I like. Hyrule Castle hoping...
0: is my favorite dungeon in Breath of the Wild.
2: Well, that means that you should help me with it. In any Zelda?
0: Uh, maybe. Pretty, pretty high up there. Um, I'm actually soon. Uh, my next article for Two Guys Playing Zelda is going to be the top fifty dungeons of all time. Oh God! In the Zelda series. <laughs> 50, yeah, because for my 50th article that I wrote for the site, I did the top 50 enemies. So now I'm up to, this is going to be my 75th two-guys-playing-Zelda article, and I was like, I'm going to count down the top 75 dungeons, and then I counted up to 50, and I was like, that is a lot of dungeons, and I'm kind of reaching for some of the dungeons here. Like, I had to, like, look up a few... Like, okay, which dungeons did I really love out of the Oracle games and out of Link to the Past? Because I've, you know, I've played so many Zelda games. and So many! And I'm like, okay, which ones are really worth putting on the list? And I, to actually just get to 50, I had to kind of strain myself a little. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to cut it off at 50. I'm not going to do 75.
1: <laughs> uh, I think it's funny. You've done 75 articles.
0: I've um, done four.
2: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> well, he tries to do one a week.
0: I try to. Uh I was doing one a week for pretty consistently. Now I'm usually one every two weeks. Uh, that's what I'm be doing. Because podcast
2: okay. and cuz Yeah,
0: cuz there's, you know, so much going on and uh I I it was actually really hard to do uh that's Partially, uh, why I stopped doing the video version of the podcast was because it was really hard to do podcast Content. and two guys playing Zelda articles and actually play any games. I was like, for the few weeks I did it on a YouTube, I was like, just getting the YouTube version uploaded and edited into. Edited-ed-ed-ed-ed-ed. <laughs>
2: <Edited-ed-ed-ed-ed-ed-ed-ed>. <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> such
0: a fun word anyways it, you <laughs> know it was i i came to a point where it was like three weeks in a row i actually didn't play any video games and i was like which is how not the hell okay. am i gonna talk about video games on my podcast if i don't play any video games
1: It's yeah. this is not
0: how this works so i was like okay screw you uh thing anyways Me back too. to the breath of the wild sequel so uh crow how many times did you watch the trailer after it immediately <laughs> dropped
1: Um let's see, I think I'm up to like two dozen
0: now. Okay. Two
2: dozen. I I think every couple of
1: hours.
0: Yeah, I I watched it a whole crap load of times in a row and like did a serious like you know, enough to make like an analysis video, but I almost thought about doing an analysis uh, article on Zelda on two guys playing Zelda, but then I was like well, you know, I'm sure everybody's already seen like Game Explain and Zeltic and mm. all these other YouTubers do that in a much easier to comprehend format and mine won't yeah. be ready for like a week probably unless I like if Buckle I down, really really wanted to, I could have just done it all last night, but I was like, no, instead I'm going to I'm going to finish the article I already started. Um But does there was so much like right at that point the two guys playing Zelda Discord was just mad it was on fire everybody's talking about oh is it Ganondorf is it you know what's going on so uh, I watched Lyle was so against it yeah that was funny Uh, because Lyle is uh, one of the guys uh, who we kind of talk to on Discord and Twitter a lot Uh, he also writes for Two Braid could do you guys Um, playing Zelda yeah
1: Yeah,
2: that word
0: yeah excuse my he's a writer uh, and a streamer yeah Um, so yeah he's a a pretty cool guy but uh, for whatever reason he he was just like well not that he didn't like it but just like everybody's like looking at this you know skeletal figure in the trailer that I am, like, 100% sure is Ganondorf. Oh,
2: that thingy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm like,
2: wait, I need to pull this up on my phone. I don't picture right, it. Right,
0: yeah. Actually, I have plenty of pictures that I'm I show you. am sure you do, baby. Show you, but I won't right now because if I tab my phone out of the app that is recording our audio, it will stop recording our audio. So I'm not going to do that well, right I now. Well, I
2: can do it. Uh,
0: but anyways. Right. But, uh, so... It it was kind of funny because we're all talking to Lyle and he's like, "No, it's, the hair's not red. It's just everything around it is red, so it looks red. It's totally white." And like everybody in, in the Discord is like, "No, dude, it's red. Just it's just, just just deal with it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just um, just accept." Which I I'm all open for his theory, uh, because I like like as many theories as possible to come my way. Uh, so it like I guess there's some possibility that it's white, but it's just like uh, even if it is white, you know, like this Corpse's much, hair turns yeah. white, right? after it's decayed so much. Is that a thing? <clears throat> maybe? Yeah. yeah. Sure.
2: we'll go with it. Sounds like a
0: thing. Uh, Canada or and, and uh yeah, uh then there so there's this random corpse with long gangling hair in the bottom of Hyrule Castle that uh, where you... Like, there's... Like, the the chamber where they find this almost looks exactly like where you fight Calamity Ganon in the game anyway. Uh, and it's uh, this skeletal thing wearing, like, jewelry with Gerudo symbols. There's just a Gerudo symbol emblazoned on his chest. And... And it's like still, even without the red hair specifically, there's like tons of signs pointing to the fact that it could be Ganondorf, and I just really want Ganondorf to come back. Yeah. Well, who
2: who else would be the bad guy? If excuse my non knowledge as much as you guys, but who else would be <laughs> the bad guy?
0: Vati. Uh, yeah, you, know, you got Vati. You got Maladus. You got. Uh, technically it could be Demise maybe, but Demise is basically Y'all are just anime. saying
2: words and not asking yeah. <laughs> I love you, but come on
0: Come on, it's like you never played Minish Cap bro. Yeah,
2: Okay, I did play Minish Cap I just never finished Minish Cap forget Hashtag kids
0: <laughs> right, or, uh, I've never played Minish
2: Cap Minish Cap is fun, it's so cute It's adorable <laughs> I loved it uh, I, loved it. I should good. play that again
0: it was in my top five worst Zelda games of all time list. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, when I wrote that, uh, Hick didn't say exactly those words, but he, he kind oh, of The, the sentiment
1: them. was pretty strong across all of us writers that he doesn't know jack shit. <laughs> right. I'm
0: I a- thought it
1: was
2: fun.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. It was great. Uh, it's it's funny, actually. I don't remember
2: the storyline at all, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> yeah,
0: gosh. <laughs> but uh but yeah my, my cuz my top 5 worst Zelda games of all time were actually uh Minish Cap and Majora's Mask and Skyward Sword Spirit Tracks and Zelda 2 and basically the only one that anybody agrees with is Phantom Hour, or not Fan, uh, Spirit Tracks and Zelda 2 cuz most Zelda people II. just don't like those games uh Zelda and, two. and I, yeah
1: we already know that I'm against you on the Spirit Tracks thing. I like it better than Phantom Hourglass.
2: I actually finished huh. Spirit Tracks, so there, case in huh. point.
0: I have a collector's edition strategy guide for Phantom Hourglass, and you didn't finish that one. I also that's
2: <laughs> I've started and stopped a lot of Zelda games.
0: <laughs> You're welcome.
2: ADHD people, ADHD. <laughs>
0: Alright, well... Uh,
2: hey, help me find the, so, the, the skull thing that you're talking about. What should I Google? Um, you do
0: it. Okay, well, why don't we just go to the uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, you Googled Breath of the Wild Master Sword of Resurrection statue one time. Were you trying to find a present for me? Yeah, maybe. Oh, how adorable. I want one. I hate Nintendo for not giving me enough of those collector's editions that I actually got one. I was stuck
1: at work. Were you? I wanted to fucking scream because I didn't get a chance to do it. And I had the money for it for a change, which never happens with collector's right? editions. I feel your pain. I,
0: I had the money for it, and I totally would have done it, but they didn't actually announce that it was an online-only deal. So, yeah. Like, literally at any point. To this day, they have not technically said out loud on any of their channels... Well, we should just check a- every time. <laughs> right? I guess. But but there was no indication on any of those channels that it was online only. They said it's available at Best Buy, GameStop, and uh, whatever the other one was. Uh, Walmart. And I was like, okay, so... Yeah, maybe it wasn't Walmart. Amazon. Probably that target. was It, it, was, it okay. was Amazon. Anyways. Uh, I can't unlock this with my ah. fingerprint because it's your phone. Uh, also, I think the fingerprint sensor is in a different place, and I just smudge up just your where camera. Where'd it go? Uh, Do it sorry, I was in the middle of Googling shit, and then we got distracted by fucking Nintendo. Adorable. I'm still salty. So but,
2: salty.
0: Uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild sequel trailer. Alright, and uh, so, yeah. Um, just, I got it. Yeah, you can just watch the trailer again, and you'll see most of what we're talking about. Well, I've um, seen it. So, not as many as you. Do you think it's Ganondorf, Crow? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's Ganondorf. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So, among other things going on with this trailer, uh, Zelda has short hair now, which actually I think is really reminiscent of the Zelda One art oh. style. Bless you.
2: Anyone else Much. love the music in this? I'm listening, like the woo you do 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 yeah. Doo, actually, doo, doo, it's doo, funny. Uh,
0: a lot of people have played that music backwards and been trying to figure out what it is. And the like, like they thing, did
2: with like Led Zeppelin and stuff, or whoever, yeah, except the, the stuff with
0: Led Zeppelin was all like just people trying to find something to complain about Led and Zeppelin be and, like, and be like, make them. Oh die. yeah, you're all Satanists and Led like okay, Zeppelin was like
2: it's totally him it has like the stuff and the stuff and like he's creepy yeah
0: he's got a jewel on his head like Ganondorf he's wearing Gerudo symbols he's got yeah. long red hair totally Ganondorf
2: it's like old dreddy too that's cool
0: uh yeah
2: I'm surprised the boys and didn't hate him
0: one it. thing that
1: no one has pointed out that I was gonna point out for my upcoming article uh huh you're ruining it
0: mm. This
1: Ganon, or, like, this this mummified whoever it is, is still on his feet. And that was one thing that is consistent for all Ganons across all games. Mm. And even to an extent, Wind Waker Ganon, he dies on his
0: feet. That is he true, done. yeah, because, like, Wind Waker Ganon, he, he gets, fall. like, a master sword through the fucking head. And he just stands there like a boss... Gives a monologue and turns to stone.
2: <laughs> I really want to ride that yeah. elephant.
0: Yeah. Or, it's uh, That's kind of interesting, too. Uh, so, do you think there will be more mounts in this game than there were? Because that
2: sounds like awesome. Yeah.
0: Because I think that could be kind of like, cool if you like could ride. Mount... Like riding Pokemon? Uh, <laughs> I don't you think you'll ride bear. Pokemon. But you know yeah, what? Yeah, I mean. it, it'll like... totally have sword and shield. Like, uh, you can link the games and then ride your, uh, giant water rock turtle guy. I
2: totally want to ride uh, a- Dreadnaw <laughs> is the new
0: Pokemon's name. Oh, you scary. just ride a Steelix through Hyrule.
2: That sounds fantastic. I am
0: fucking up for this.
2: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: He's gonna have dreams about it. <laughs>
0: right? Riding a Steelix through Hyrule. That's all I ever wanted to do. <laughs> uh... Yeah, um,
2: I'm just rewatching it over and over and see, over see
0: this is what I did immediately when the thing yeah, dropped and I'm like with going frame I, by to... frame going like okay this is you know this could mean this this could mean this but actually I like your theory that he's uh he's on his feet so that is definitely a thing cause uh, it's not a
1: theory that's a fact
0: y- yeah uh, well I mean the thing the, it's evidence to oh, support linking him to it because of that yeah 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 is what I meant um, so yeah because it, it is a fact yeah Ganon has always died on his feet that's uh, not something I ever thought about but it's totally true because
1: um, they went through this video on YouTube of it's just Ganon's death through the ages and it shows all of his death scenes
0: uh-huh.
1: and yeah it holds water all of his deaths he dies on his feet
0: Yeah, and then uh, there's also that, uh, one of those other supporting factors is that cave painting that, like, fairly soon through the trailer, Zelda passes right here in the trailer, if you're looking. There's a cave painting right there that, uh, it's kind of hard to see, but uh, you see this dude is on a horse, and if you look right here, he's got a trident. Like? Like Ganon. Ganon Dorf has never actually used the trident in game, but Ganon has used the trident. In okay, the what's Link the, to di- the past- okay
2: Noob? What the difference between Ganon and Ganon Dorf?
0: Get out of my house! I love Ganondorf you. Ganon <laughs> is
1: human. Thank you. Ganon is the pig beast. Yeah. Okay. When he turns into the pig beast, he sheds his dwarf.
2: <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I'm sorry, <laughs> but. <laughs>
0: Honey. just burned off my dwarf. I, so. I love you, too.
2: I love you, too. I'll go get the mail. <laughs> and then I'll come back. Okay. <laughs> Anyways.
0: Yeah, um, so yeah, the Trident has never actually been used by Ganondorf, but Ganon used it in Link to the Past and uh, the Oracle games, uh, if you got the secret ending from beating both of them. Um, he also
1: used it in Four Swords Adventures. We should say, yes. we've never seen him use it. But yeah, that's in, uh, true.
0: Cause, but Ganon has to get it from somewhere, right? So, right. Well, I don't remember what game it
1: was. I think it was actually Four Swords Adventures. Uh-huh. One game said he became Ganon because of him obtaining this like sacred trident, and it corrupted him.
0: Huh. That uh, That sounds like a... F- thing but I don't specifically remember it. So, now I'm going to look that, that up later there. because it, it sounds neat.
2: What do you think the red smoke is?
0: Uh the red smoke to me looks like malice from the original game. Just uh it it moves differently than malice obviously did in that game because it was you pretty know, much all just stag
2: versus you know
0: well all the malice that we
1: saw in the game has been in place for over 100 years. Yeah, this is new and, malice. So, right, mean, we is... have no reason to not think that it is.
0: Yeah, and it's it's right next to the corpse of who we assume is Ganondorf. Uh, so I don't see why it couldn't be malice. Um, here's an interesting thing: uh, the glowing hand.
2: Yeah, the glowing hand grabbing
0: Ganondorf's that. corpse is Force kind Ganondorf. of interesting. because uh, then it like shows a clip of. Link grabbing Zelda by the hand and Link's hand turns into the glowing shit for a while and uh, then there's, it looks like a glowing hand grabbing Link's hand
1: So my theory about this this is Metal Gear Zelda everybody loses a hand
0: (laughs) Okay, can I get it replaced with a crossbow like Guts from uh, Berserk?
1: Because Metal, Metal Gear has seems to have I'm a fetish people for people losing hands. Mm. Oh God!
0: Mm. Careful.
2: Is it weird that we have two switches?
0: No, there's two of no. them. Crow's only I one didn't. guy, and he has one switch, right?
1: Hello. Yeah, but my roommates also have a switch. See? And if they announce a Zelda Edition Switch, I'll be getting a second switch.
0: <laughs> right there, you go. So then oh, you'll oh, have as many switches that. as us. But I have uh, three DSs. Nice. Uh, I have a three DS. Aha. Uh-huh. Where's the Breath of the
2: Wild?
0: Um, it, Breath of the Wild is in my case, which is over on the table over here. Thank you. Babe. Uh, now apparently April is going to play Breath of the Wild right here live on stream. Well, we're and not you can stream. see me die
2: a lot.
0: We can't actually see you, but we can hear you. Still. Uh, also, no, you're accidentally weird. playing the Luigi's Mansion trailer. Which oh. I'm
2: super excited about! That's
0: something we didn't actually cover, so uh, let's cover that real yeah. quick, going back to brief news stuff accidentally. Super excited! Uh, yeah, so have you played any of the other Luigi's Mansion games? No,
2: Will, I'm super excited, because I hate 3DS. 3DS is Luigi. boring. I don't like it. It's small, it's wee. it's just... It's boring.
0: You liked it at the time because it had Pikmin.
2: I didn't like Pikmin.
1: <laughs>
2: I was sad that there's no Pikmin. But, um, there... I still haven't finished that game either. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, this one actually looks kind of interesting. Like, I've always kind of looked at the Luigi's Mansion series and just been kind of like, I kind of want to play it, but then I never did uh, for whatever mm. reason. Crow, you into Luigi's Mansion at all? Never played it. Hmm. Three for three. Oh, snap. But
2: it looks... Doesn't it look fun? It's
0: um, co-op.
2: It is co-op.
0: Yeah, the co-op looks kind of interesting because one at co-op. of you plays as Gooigi mm-hmm. instead of Luigi. Yeah. Uh, but we sucked at the...
2: Pick the Toad co-op. The toad, toad
0: co-op was weird because stupid. we both wanted to control the camera at yeah, the same time. Yeah, we did. And then we both control it a different direction and then I'd fall in a hole because you controlled it the wrong direction. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, I think Toad, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker would be a great co-op game, like, if it was split screen, or... Why do you have my Toad? Uh, because you weren't playing it at the time, and I was going to go play it eventually, and then I got stuck on Octopath Traveler again, like I always do. You
1: know, what I think is funny is, in last year's TGPC Game Awards, Mm -hmm. I was the one singing the praises of Captain Toad. I've never played it. It is so
2: fun! (laughs) It is so fun! I played the demo. I beat it. That's how fun it is.
0: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> totally worth it. It's a it's a great little game. Mm-hmm, um, uh-huh. If you know, if it didn't come out the same year as some of the other games, that I, like I probably would have voted it for something. Um, I have but like Rocker. most of the things, like I think I thought about it for adventure game, and I was like, nope, Octopath Traveler. And I think I thought yeah. about it. For most unique game, and I thought, nope, Octopath Traveler. <laughs> so, if it wasn't for that, uh, then I yeah. probably would have been there with you, oh, you know, voting it into more categories, because it's it's a great little adventure game. You know, it it really feels like almost a Zelda style game, which is funny, because actually, when they began development of the game, they actually thought about using Link as the main protagonist. Mm. which uh, I read this in an article was kind of cool that they were like this whole uh you know ex- exploration and finding you know solving puzzles and finding treasure seems almost like the kind of thing link would do but then they didn't want it to be as combat focused as a Zelda game so they thought what other character could we put in here and eventually they somehow they is- the what?
1: They should do a Link's Awakening sequel. Same art style, but just Captain Toad and Tracker.
0: Right. Yes! Sounds good to me. You undercooked uh, this pizza. I cooked that pizza a reasonable amount. Only undercooked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, back to Breath of the Wild again, because that's our big topic of discussion. Um, yeah, it's our focus. <laughs> yeah, um... So uh, have you read the thing about the glowing hand from – I think Zeltic was the first person to point this out, Uh, and I've seen it at a ton of other sources that are pointing it out now, is that um, there was actually concept art for Breath of the Wild that has been released where Link's hand kind of glows – and transforms into some of his different items, like uh, he can shoot bombs out of his hand or he can uh, use his arm as a grappling hook and stuff like that. Uh, Do you think that this is potentially where it's going to go with Link's weird glowing arm there?
1: The idea certainly holds water in two main reasons in my mind. From the game standpoint, I mean, the Sheikah have already shown that they can do like adaptive technology because of the sheikah slate stuff i mean you can just generate bombs out of nowhere and freeze fucking time
0: right yeah that's because so. uh, it it when i first saw ganon the first time i was watching the trailer when i first saw ganondorf i didn't think ganondorf because he's in such a decayed state as he is i thought that's like a sheikah monk and I wonder if that hand could have been some sort of Sheikah magic that somehow gets transferred to Link. And then it's like the same Sheikah Slate abilities, but, you know, even further extended so that they're actually a part of him rather than just uh, I downloaded an app on my iPad and now I can control Magnesis.
1: What. I think it is... And first, let me get on my, my previous idea of why this holds water, and then I'll get to my second one. Okay. Um, they, the team said, and AG said, when, or during development, they came up with so many ideas for Breath of the Wild, a lot of them got shelved, but for use in a later date. So that's why they were able to do the Jorah's mass treatment. So yeah, yeah, it makes total sense that they would just bring this concept thing to this new game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but as far as the Shika technology, and I just—I mean, I just shot thought of this now. Uh, I think that it would be really cool that that glowing hand seal thing is like a thing designed for the, the goddess's chosen hero, and that theory that Ganon was the previous chosen hero—he gave up that title and that right and that spirit to be the vessel and so it reacted to link because he's the new chosen hero huh
0: so interesting fates. yeah uh it's an interesting idea uh i feel like a lot of people are suddenly going on the ganondorf needs to be a good guy kick now why uh, i am
1: a hundred percent on <laughs> that train yeah. i am the conductor uh, of
0: that train <laughs> Like I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, you know, if that's the route they go, that's the route they go, and I'm sure it'll be great. But I, personally, I just see no reason to believe any of it. Uh, once I once I publish my article, maybe I'll change your tune. Okay, yeah, definitely link me that, and I'll uh, check it out. Because um, it, like, I'm I'm all for these kinds of theories. Uh, but I feel like most of the people are just giving unfounded like. Oh, hey, Ganondorf might be back in the game even though he's a zombie and clearly wants to kill everything. Hey, maybe he's going to be a good guy.
1: What? <laughs> uh, it's not to say that he, he resurrected as a good guy. Right. Just that he was a good guy at one point. Yeah. I am of the belief, and this is the basis of my article, Ganon is not inherently evil. Uh-huh. Ganondorf. Right. Right. I believe that Ganondorf is born a good guy and becomes corrupted by the Curse of Demise.
0: Yeah, Um, which is interesting because I feel like this theory wasn't really very big until this trailer dropped, which is is kind of the weird thing for me, which is funny because I actually wrote a uh, pseudo-fanfiction-slash-Dungeons-and-Dragons campaign around the idea that there was once a Gerudo king who uh was helping Lincoln Zelda and then was tempted by the spirit of Demise that he could have the full Triforce instead of just one piece. And this temptation and Demise kind of came together to turn him. He combined with Demise and was like going to be the final boss of my Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Was going to be Demise combined with this guy. Uh to kind of give a more or less a reason to why Ganon existed in place of demise further Uh, in the timeline.
1: And you know, what's funny is it's actually from that like fan fiction thing that I originally developed this idea. You're welcome. (laughs) So you will have to find the link of that, that specific one and give it to me so that I can credit it in the, in the article
0: okay um I don't think I've ever like published it anywhere I talked about it on the really? yeah I've talked about it on the discord a couple of times I think uh but I don't think I'll I've miss- ever like officially cause that was a funny uh tabletop campaign I'm accidentally making this our table topic of the week because we haven't talked about <laughs> tabletop <laughs> since so Uh, if, even though it's gonna be like just a footnote and then we're gonna go back to Breath of the Wild sequel cause we have more shit to talk about about that but, yeah, this was a kind of a cool campaign idea that I came up with where, basically, Link was going to be an NPC who occasionally assisted the player characters. The player characters were the sages of this particular Ah. point in the timeline. So each player would awaken as a sage and then be able to help Link in the final fight. So we'd have a couple of little interactions between we're going to this town and then we go to this dungeon. And how I ended up presenting that was actually I made my character was actually a Goron sage of earth. And I made this big earth dungeon. And then Chris actually played a Hylian sage of time. And I passed the role of DM over to him. And he DM'd the session where his character became the uh, Sage of Time and then we would pass it to the Sage of Water and the Sage of Fire and so on and so forth and each character would DM one session where their character uh, was there and awakened as a sage and got all their sagely powers and then could help everybody else through the next dungeons and everything. Um, And it was a really awesome idea and then I made a dungeon, and Chris made a dungeon, and nobody in our play group ever ever got around to making their dungeons again, and it died. Oh, that's <laughs> Sounds about, about right. Uh, but this was uh, the, the the end. Idea was going to be okay. Now here we are on this final battlefield with Link and uh, the Gerudo King, who I had introduced as well, um, and we're going to fight Demise, who I actually introduced. The main villain was kind of Jirahim. And he was going to resurrect Demise. Uh, so you come and you fight Jirahim, but it's too late, and Demise is there. And then Demise combines with the Gerudo king, who's been your buddy through this whole thing, and becomes Ganon. I can't
2: carry
0: anymore. I, I need to look up
1: something really quick.
0: All right. Um. In that case, I'll kind of meander back to the uh, Breath of the Wild sequel topic, because uh, kind of the last footnote I really want to touch on is what the hell is going on with Hyrule Castle taking off like a fucking rocket ship. <laughs> Which I
2: already started with.
0: Yeah, that's because that's, that's cool. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but I want it to be a thing. So much, like I want to fly around in Hyrule Castle and like shoot people with lasers or something.
2: What am I supposed to be doing?
0: Or uh, it's it's funny how many theories this has also kind of spawned because Hyrule Castle blasting off has been mostly the leading theory is we're going to space or we're going to I don't want another. To go to space. <laughs> well, well, that might be too bad. Who knows. <laughs> but yeah uh we might be going to space we might go, go into a new part of the world to give reason to not being in hyrule anymore uh and one of the things that i actually kind of considered that i haven't seen very much I, I haven't seen anybody else talk about this but i came up with this idea what if hyrule castle which originally was built there basically to be close to the sacred ground where Skyloft fell to Earth. What if the castle taking off is Skyloft returning to the sky? What do you think about that, Crow?
1: It's an interesting theory. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure what to think about it, because... I mean, it's very clearly an important thing, because it's what they ended the trailer with. Yeah. But it didn't go very high.
0: That's true. But that's
2: all we saw.
0: Yeah, they kind of cut it off to, you know, before you could tell if it was really gonna, you know, blast off, blast off, or if it was just kind of gonna, you know, go up and float around. Uh, Another interesting concept art thing that happened there, there was actually a piece of Breath of the Wild concept art which had not Hyrule Castle specifically, but some large landmass, like, building-looking thing flying around. And it's got this little figure at the top of it, and it's got this little bubble that zooms into that that says Ganondorf is, like, flying this thing around... Hyrule, I guess, and I don't know what he's doing, but uh, I think that might be an interesting idea too. If, like, this is actually just Ganon's, like, ship and he's just going to be flying it all around Hyrule for the whole game. Be down for that. Yeah.
2: I forget what I'm supposed to be doing in Hyrule.
0: Uh, That's how
2: long it's been. How do I go to my quest logs?
0: Um...
2: Not like that. Okay. Yeah, push I've got plus I've got and then it. push L. It's okay.
0: Yeah, there you go. There we go. Yeah, so um, you've cleared all the divine beasts, so you could just go kill Ganon.
2: That you could go, scary.
0: Yeah, uh, well, you are pointed directly at Hyrule Castle, right? So now. I
2: guess I was. I guess I just like lost my balls and was like, oh, I know, I'm not ready. Oh, I need to kill this <laughs> stupid dude.
0: Yeah, good old Yiga Clan, guys.
2: They're so stupid. I love your armor. You have a
0: shrine on your head. I do have a shrine on my head. Die! That is I such the silliest design, and it's amazing. Yeah. The <laughs> armor? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really dumb. Slash and bad. So, is- yeah. Uh, the rest of the armor, it looks like pretty cool. And then the helmet is like, you have a shrine on your head. <laughs> mm. uh, what? I, I guess oh, it could be worse, because it could this. be like one of those... Uh, DLC shrines that's like, you know, the a regular shrine, but then the spike points up 50 feet higher. Yeah, true. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, so, anything else to say about the Breath of the Wild sequel trailer? Because I feel like we've touched uh, on most of the stuff, but we're probably forgetting something.
1: Probably, but nothing that I can think of.
0: And I'm going to
2: kill this
0: thing and my wife is going to kill that thing or get lasered in the face because
2: I don't remember how to do it wait nope that's not how you do it
0: uh, watch out lasers <laughs> yeah um, so I think that'll wrap it up if we don't have anything else on there um, <coughs> and that's next time absurd. hopefully Chris will be back and uh, holy crap we've, uh, we've got another two hour podcast on our hands why did we do that you're welcome. Is this the longest, longest one long or uh yeah, actually I think we ended slightly over with slightly under two hours, and we're gonna hit two hours in about 20 seconds.
2: So la da 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 Wow, was that, that? Was,
0: that was like better than any theme song we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> so How
2: do I oh wait, Best no, I figured so it out. Okay, 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 wait, 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 jump, jump, yes, bitch! <laughs>
1: It's good for me when I can't see anything, so I'm Why just hearing this. Why my Joy-Cons on your Switch?
2: Because this, that Joy-Con on my Switch is broken!
0: What'd you break the Joy-Cons for? Anyways, so uh, thanks for listening to Drink to the Past once again. My name is Sean Michael Patrick Thompson. As always, I'm your host. Uh, you can catch me on twoguysplayingzelda.com. I write articles and stuff. I will soon be publishing the top 50 Legend of Zelda dungeons of all time. And um, I actually, actually, I just sent an article over that should be posted soon. Before that, will be uh, what could the Legend of Zelda learn from Valhalla, uh, Cyberpunk, Bartender, Action? Why am I not the one burping all the time?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just special. <laughs>
0: uh, this is my wife, April Thompson. Hi. Uh. You can find her on social media at AprilT1313, I think.
2: I will never tweet.
0: Yeah. Uh, and if I do,
2: it's about my kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so don't pay attention to that. Come look at me for video game stuff. I'm at Spam, And as occasionally, we have Crow. He's my best <gasps> bud.
1: I'm going to die! I've been on
0: here like six
1: times now.
0: Yeah, uh, eventually we're going to start another podcast. Uh, stay tuned for details on that. Yeah, that will be the second week of July. Oh, good. Now I know.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. we will begin shooting sooner. But it'll be a, an every other week thing on Mondays on my channel which is uh, not this current I channel. Run. I can't I can't you can currently I can't. find me at Crober
0: Ken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got to check them out. on me. <laughs> uh, apparently my wife dies a lot maybe we should just live stream you dying a lot for a while what? until you remember how to play that will be hilarious
2: it's been so long <laughs> uh,
0: that's what she said <laughs> and with that we you. have been a drink to the past uh, tune in next week where uh, depending on who we can get back we might do our E3 uh, punishment for losing the bet Uh, and if not, then we'll talk about some other bullshit. So, uh, yeah, have fun. Bye! Goodbye!